0: all right all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to unnamed music podcast i am boozy hops and join me joining me is my boy jp fury jp fury if you're big in the hip-hop scene in new york Mm -hmm. you know exactly who i'm talking about that's right chuck spears if you're nasty chuck spears if you're nasty Hey, I'm going to take a second cut of this. We don't need to. uh, We don't. We'll trim later. I'm going to take a second cut of that. Go for it. I just need to call it something better than our unnamed podcast.
1: Uh,
2: uh, (laughs) Welcome to music talk.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm better than that. Come on. Jake. I think, you know what? I think I got, I can, I can avoid even referencing a name at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'll do something like uh, and, and probably something like genuine as we like if as we're trying it out, is probably where we're just going to start mm-hmm. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Hello, music
1: lovers. No, I'm not feeling that either. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should stop walking in circles around my garage right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the circle of circle of (laughs) fifths circle of fists. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I mean, uh, we don't need a name. We don't need a name. Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast where we sit around and talk music for all of you music lovers. Any music haters, we know there's plenty of podcasts around that do both, and we're going to try to do the best of both worlds here. My name is Drew Pinson, located all the way in St. Louis, Missouri, and I am joined by one only. JP Fury. Sorry, I was, G- uh, I was reading my notes. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. If you're listening to this, you know that we come prepared. We have notes. I might have just copied and pasted JP's, but. <laughs> but today. We're going to jump right into it because today we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about pop music, popular music theory. okay.
2: now, even when you say pop, the way you even said popular music, I'm kind of like that has uh, a certain connotation to it. Uh, It's like popular music. It's it's music that's popular. Well, but, that's what we decided. Pop stands for, right? Well, we didn't. Honestly, honestly, for me, it's more. Pop is more of a cultural thing. Like it's a, it's a flavor. It's an aesthetic. Uh, it's many different flavors. Like, but I don't know, a soup, a gumbo, however the fuck people describe shit like that. But it's it's a bunch of different things
0: that make up pop. I guess the definition, or not the definition, but the content of pop music has changed over the years. When I was a kid, before I knew pop was short for popular, I literally thought it meant happy, like just happy, not their music. And I don't know why. Maybe that was the pop music that was happening from the year 19-her to to the mid-2000 teens when I I escaped what I like to call my adolescence.
2: Okay, I I totally agree. Totally agree. But the thing is, is that that's that's part of what I was saying about it being a certain flavor and a certain aesthetic. And I think personally that even goes far further back than when we were teens, when we were kids, it goes back to like, even before our parents, like, and grandparents, like when they were kids, I think okay. it goes all the way back. Um, just to go off the beaten path slightly to talk about something I probably shouldn't, cause I don't know that much about. But like something that I heard growing up as a kid, watching like BH1 and shit like that. Um, there was a young French pop ingenue named Nico. And and like she was like the poster child of what like a Britney Spears would become, or even a uh, uh, Madonna
0: or you know, something like that. Like she was the blueprint. So okay. she was sticky and sweet though. When I was coming up, just when people were when i was learning what genres were around the turn of the century and i heard these terms you know michael jackson king of pop and pop music to me it just meant music without instruments that's kind of what it meant to me like the like nobody that plays an instrument is important to this music video that's kind of what it meant to me because i i mean again i was coming up at the turn of the century and we were right in the middle of boy band mania and Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys, all that stuff. And so to me, that was my first real definition of pop music. I'm like, oh, music without distorted guitars. Yeah. That's kind of
2: what I meant. I don't, I I do see that, Um, but is that how we have like, like, do you believe there's a difference between like, not, well, obviously there's a difference, but pop music and pop stars,
1: do you believe that pop stars have to do pop music?
0: Would you consider Ed Sheeran a pop star? Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, I mean. He has that three-quarter size guitar in his hand at all times. Yeah, like how would he describe himself? He'd say he's a singer-songwriter, right? Yeah, you know, and I think we probably adopted that in the mid to late 2000s after when music was kind of, especially pop music, was going through this uh, escapism, as it were, and you get your John Mayers and your Jack Johnsons and all of these singer-songwriters, you know, Jones. <laughs> you know, you're saying, oh, I love those people. <laughs> well, they're they're singer- they're singer-songwriters. I would never. Yeah. I mean, after I went and saw John Mayer live, that's probably the first time I ever called like thought of him as a rock star that yeah. he's totally under that singer-songwriter umbrella, I don't which I, I, I guess I've... would be one of the main veins of pop
2: music. I don't I don't think I don't think I've ever considered John Mayer a pop star. Honestly, um the singer songwriter thing like like uh, the same time that you saw John Mayer, like he was very popular uh in people of my age group. I'm not sure how many like what ages we are, we're not gonna even say. But i <laughs> say I like I graduated high school um when like uh Millennium came out. Like I, I graduated high school when the Backstreet Boys album came out. I was like, oh, okay, this is different. But like John Mayer was maybe what?
0: 2002, 2003, something like that. I want to say, yeah, I want to say 2003, 2004.
2: Now and we're talking. Mm-hmm. Well, I will, no. let me just finish this thought real quick because about John Mayer with a pop star because uh, at that same time, like we saw actual pop stars, like how you described it, like music. That's like there's no band kind of, you know what I mean? And it's like we saw pop stars like uh, Justin Timberlake, Chris Brown. I think no, Chris Brown, he was too young. But you know what I mean? The Justin Timberlake was starting to emerge by himself. The Britney Spears as a standalone star. And then for some reason with John Mayer, he just he seemed like he wasn't that. And it was because of the guitar. So I don't I can't even call his music that because I don't remember many of John Mayer's songs, early songs being played on the radio. And I just real quick. By the time I think he did become a pop star, pop had changed even more.
0: Oh, I think when I think of John Mayer's early stuff, when I think of like your body is a wonderland and uh, room for squares and all that stuff. Yeah. He's just the, the dorky guy playing guitar a la Ed Sheeran. Now let me throw a name at you. Let me throw a name at you from way back. Mm-hmm. Cat Stevens. Have you ever heard of this guy? Yes, yeah. definitely. Cat Stevens. Uh, he wasn't, pl- he wasn't what I would consider a rock star. He was a singer songwriter, That was that considered pop music back in 69 through 75.
2: I would I would disagree that that would pop. I'm not saying you, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't think it was pop music back then. I think that uh, he got lucky, like not not to take anything away from him, but it's even if in the history of knowing him and uh, what, uh, what what is his his other name, Yusef Yusef Islam, like a, I think it's something like that. Like, he, as soon as Cat's in the, he's Cat's in the
1: Cradle, right? Um, Cats, uh, Cat's in the Cradle I'm going to have
0: to check on, but yeah, he's uh, he's like uh, Tuesday morning mm-hmm. uh, uh, Father and Son, which is a song I never don't cry to because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you want to sing out, sing out I might and, know that one, but... <laughs> and if you want to be free, be free. So if that one's ringing, that one, that one's ringing a bell. Know. But when I see him, I think, okay, Ed Sheeran and John Mayer definitely have covered this guy, but are they covering a rock star? Are they covering a pop musician to cover their pop base?
2: Yeah, well, and then we get with the what is actually pop, like... I think that pop is one thing and certain outside certain ingredients come in to that one thing to make it this thing that's always been this thing. It's just that like through whatever our musical bias is, is how the lens will see actual pop music. And especially as we get older and our music tastes change, we start to look at pop music completely
0: differently. I, I certainly do. I yeah. I think I think a good definition for pop music might be mainstream music that's on the radio that your mom is not going to make you change the channel.
1: That's what I see that think of. The most
2: perfect, like <laughs> that, might be the most perfect. Def- yeah, yeah, straight up, straight up. And, yeah. and honestly, it's not something that like it's not anything that should be uh, should be shunned at either. It makes it kind of gives it like. A wholesome look, <laughs> if you put it that
0: way. It really is. It's it's uh, it is it's stuff that your mom's not going to come into your room and go turn that off because yeah. nobody nobody's mom ever came into the room and told them to turn Britney Spears off. I don't think.
2: Yeah, no, no. no. Well, it depends on what you were doing and uh <laughs> why you were listening to it. Probably yeah. where you grew up too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a whole different uh, can of worms, and which I would be happy to open
0: one day you know but yeah i mean Um, if i took what was considered pop music today and brought it back 20 years people would go this is hip-hop yeah this is this is some kind of blend of electronica music and Mm -hmm. hip-hop all together i think people would say that even back then except
2: it wouldn't be hip-hop it would be a blend of other things like even 20 years ago like if we what what we're in 2020 right 2022 2022. Uh, I lost a few years. Um, <laughs> That's okay. We all did over the past couple. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah. So if we go back to 2002, yeah, the music. Yeah, fuck, dude. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Because I'm trying to think of like, okay, we got Ariana, and I know that Ariana does uh, those like electro dance, like crazy, wild shit. But the big hits that she was having uh, in her last run was um, that, like, God is a woman kind of shit. Seven Rings, that trap, bassy, bouncy shit. So, yeah, the people in 2022, they'd be like, what the fuck
0: is this? Yeah, I totally understand. Now, it always seems like when we think about pop music and if you name any pop star, you can grab a subgenre from there. Like, when you grab anything from nowadays. Ariana Grande, Doja Cat, Dua Lipa, new Justin Bieber stuff. They're all, The weekend. they're all vibing from hip-hop influence. But if I, here's a pop star for you. Pink. I don't call her a rock star, but she definitely has more distorted guitar than any other pop star, quote-unquote, that I've ever listened to. Definitely, definitely. Um, So, so pop might also be Subtle music that takes subgenre influences. It might be that.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Well, I mean, I think we're saying the same thing at this point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I do too. Now that we've firmly established what pop music is, and if you need any more on that, you can go type it in Wikipedia because we're not here to spoon feed you. Yeah,
2: exactly. Like that's <laughs> We, we kind of did it. So they should get it. So now, in saying that, let's let's add, let me ask you. Who do you think is the king of rock? We can, and I'll say, if even if we don't think it's Elvis, you can say Elvis or Elvis transcends it, and then Elvis would want whoever. You know what I mean? The king of rock. The king or the founder? No, no, no. See, because I don't believe that the founder can truly be king because especially if enough time has gone by in a genre that that's been created you're just you're the blueprint you're the skeletons and then everything that comes in and turns it into popular music is what then you know turns that thing into that thing
0: fair like, enough Yeah, like I'm to
2: literally create rock and roll like I, I hate to say that but
0: you know what i mean i know what you mean now i uh... I am born and raised and currently reside in St. Louis, Missouri. So I am somewhat obligated to give my default answer of Chuck Berry mm. for rock for the founder of rock music. Now, it's just sped up blues. The king, though. The king and the founder are different things. Fine. I'll give you, I'll give you who I think the king of rock and roll music is. When anybody, when anybody is asked to name a classic rock band, I feel like 75% of the time I get Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. OK, so Robert Plant, Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones all uh, and uh, John Bonham, those four. That's the answer I get most of the time.
2: Yes, but but we're talking about a, a single entity. That's I mean, because that's what I mean when I say King, because we referenced Michael Jackson earlier and michael jackson is a single entity and i referenced uh, elvis a couple seconds ago and elvis as the king of rock and roll the king of rock he's like a single entity so that's what i'm looking for i i i'll take robert plant i'll take that like because i i can't really argue against him you know what i mean but i can only thing i can do is throw other names as a singular king but i don't think a guitar player could be considered the king. And I'm probably going to get hate because I'm a singer, but. <laughs> it's okay because I'm the
0: guitar player in the band. I'm the oh. one who's always flipping the when he turns around. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, both JP and I both have long resumes in local music, in national music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a renowned rapper. I currently am serving in the St. Louis Orchestra. We are. We're two birds of a, we're two different feathers of the same bird.
2: Exactly, exactly, yeah. I, although, I will say, I don't, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I rap, I just, I'm not a rapper, because then I know every time I say that I'm a rapper, people are going to start judging me on every fucking little thing that
0: I say. Like, if uh, we, if we the do stereotypical, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. typical, you're a rapper, so you can't have yeah. an input on rock music yeah exactly like i'm definitely not a rapper uh i, I my my
2: my boy my boy yeah, my voyage into music started uh through rapping but that's because i'm black and i'm from the bronx where they created uh rap so everybody did that in the late 19 whatevers and um yeah so that's how i got interested in music and then when i was a very young teenager 14 went to florida hang out with some family uh punk rock beat me up and like took over my soul and then when i got back home to the hood i was the weird black kid but i still liked what i liked. so i i can play a couple of different instruments and i just produce and i play
0: guitar i do all that yeah <laughs> so i know for anybody who wants to think that uh black musician or black rappers or rappers in general can't have a crossover. Just go listen to Denzel Curry cover any Bad Brains song, which if you don't know who Bad Brains is. Turn the podcast off right now. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs>
0: <man>. <laughs>
2: Please listen. I'm a punk rock kid that like, like just growing up. And every time people would see me perform in a punk band or an emo band, everybody would inevitably bring up bad brains. Like, and I'm like, all right, like we sound nothing
0: like that. <laughs> like, but I, I, I know what you're doing. Like, that's what, that's how I always love that. You went hard. If you want to, if you want to drive your parents out of the room, make up, change the channel, put on some bad brains, go Mm -hmm. put on bad DC and just have a time.
2: Dude, you know who I think is the new bad brains? Like, just even though it's not the same genre, just from like cultural impact and what they're doing now, like how music has evolved. And we, 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 I can't really talk about this because again, I don't know much about them, but I think the new bad brains is death grips. And and I don't really fuck with Death Grips at all. It's extreme, but the same way people used to say, oh, yeah, Bad Brains, right, bro? And I'm like, ah, I think that's what the guys, that's what the the main uh, rapper, singer from Death Grips get every
0: time they fucking perform, bro. I'm sure. Well, I'm a big fan of this whole uh, metalcore rap movement that's happening down in Florida, where a lot of these, like, former rappers are starting to take in that metal influence. Like, Thank you, Fred sp- Durst. Yeah, like Starlord, Bones, mm-hmm. Suicide Boys, mm-hmm. d- like Hoya, all those guys who are just go- who are just going crazy out there. Like they're rapping, but they're doing it like what you might refer to as screamo. If you have a limited vocabulary in music.
2: Yeah, well, I think I think all that shit is like the that scene and, and how it's coming to to be.
0: Those guys gotta put some fucking respect on Limp Bizkit's name, man. Limp Biscuit created an entire genre. You're damn right they better put some respect on Limp Biscuit's name. I I was
2: the black dude with the Limp Biscuit is better than everybody t shirt, dog. Like, (laughs) like at the time, we couldn't wear colored hats because, you you know, it was gangs and shit. But listen, I I always wanted a red hat to put it backwards.
0: You know, that has to count for something. (laughs) That has to count for something. But yeah, I I wouldn't call him the king of pop music. Yeah. King of. So, the, so the king of, yeah, I'm going king of rock and roll and mm-hmm. has to be Elvis. that's his nickname. That's mm-hmm. the first time people use the phrase rock and roll yeah. for when they were talking about him on the radio.
2: Yeah, I'll take, I'll take Elvis straight up. Cause I totally understand. But, but for my future argument, let's say, um, Elvis transcends that title, because I do want to say that for when we get into the meat of what we're here to talk about, sir. All right, definitely, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we ta- uh, we talk about the king. We talk about the king of rock. Mm-hmm. Do you want to move on to the king of pop? Well,
2: I mean, it's, it has to be Michael Jackson. It has to be, Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Even though if he if he transcends it, then somebody else could have it. Whatever. Well, like well, I know, no arguing Harry Styles and
0: yeah, <laughs> if he if he has to be the king of rock. Like, if it's, an, if it's a no contest, no conversation type of situation, let's talk about who's going to take his place. Should he, I mean, should we just forget about him completely? And my vote is one Mr. Justin Timberlake.
1: Of course.
2: Of course. Hands fucking down. The only, the only other person, I'm sorry, I don't know if my, uh, my mic is crapping a little bit. I'm sorry. Um, there we go. You, you're fading. The only, am I back? Am I back? You're back all right we're back the only other person that i like i would say could be that but i know i'm gonna get for this by my white friends <laughs> but usher usher is the only other fucking person that if niggas was like he's the king of pop i after michael Nobody's fucking touching usher. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dog. We could go through the hits. It don't matter. Nobody's touching Usher. It can't be R Kelly, not even because of the 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 diddling kids thing. It can't be R. Kelly because he's mainly r and b. Usher crossed over from
0: the moment he opened up his fucking mouth with call me a Mac Usher. that's and that goes back to exactly what we were saying before, where pop music is subtle music that takes subgenre influences. Yep. r&b right there mm-hmm hmm, mm-hmm.
2: and like but dude like like who better like i mean okay okay all right so justin timberlake yes but i think in a versus you know the way the way versus is set up i think 20 for 20 usher is and and justin can't use in sync because they found a cheat code with in sync And that's what propelled Justin to the throne. But Usher has always had a fucking pop crossover hit, dog. And if they go twenty for twenty, that's apparently the criteria now in 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 like the the urban and hip hop culture is that versus If Justin and Usher go twenty for twenty, I think Usher is Usher is beating him, and because of that,
0: I have to say that Usher's.
2: The king of pop, other than Michael Jackson.
0: That's not a bad pick. He like not only just R and B crossover hits, but he also had hip hop crossover hits when he's on the track with Lil John. Yeah. Dude, he yeah. made pop pop. <laughs> Usher did that. Usher made hip hop songs pop music. I'm saying. you think he was you think he was part of the, the reason for bridging that gap to why we're at where we're in pop now?
2: Yeah, well, I would say uh T Pain is the bridge. Uh, but I think that Usher was like, say, if the if the if we were if there were two mountains and it was you know we needed a bridge to get to where we are, I I think that Usher would be standing on the edge of the mountain like I don't know, and then T Pain just came through with an auto tune bridge as he went along, and fucking did all that. But I think it's great because I love T Pain, so I'm not saying that in a bad way. So I would
1: say that T Pain is that guy that you just mentioned. All right, personally. What would you think hey, for for the guy
0: who bridges between hip hop culture and pop music? Yeah. Ooh, T-Pain's pretty good there. I think the first time we really started bridging that gap was the late two thousands, where T-Pain had songs like "Low." Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, so that uh, that Apple Bottom Jeans song. Yeah, boots the, Up the furs. That's right, man. <laughs> Yo, I'm so glad we moved past that. If you still have boots with fur on them, don't, yeah. like don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> go away. We're done. No, man. Well, you yeah, Go we back. Are, those, we go are return paid. those. Go return those to Hollister. I'm sure that's where you bought them. <laughs> <Arupostel>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, have you been to an Aeropostale or a Hollister lately? That is yeah. oh, definitely. It's, Well, it's so, it's bright now. Like, you used to go into a Hollister, it used to smell like that, I mean, it was pretty okay cologne, but it was dark. You had to, like, squint your eyes and go, where is my freaking size? Dude, (laughs) I knew a girl, I knew a girl, yo, let me tell you, bro, I used
2: to work in uh, Times Square, right? And uh, I knew a girl that was, like, down bad, kinda, I don't want to say nothing too bad about it, she's very specific, and she's the only person I ever did this with, but there's this shit called Boosting in New York City, so she 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 was a group home girl and she got a job working with me in times square and then uh, i felt bad for her one day so i was like yo you know what i'm gonna buy you a dress because she had like a date uh with this dude that she met and but she had no clothes you know whatever rags the riches, little over any type shit, right so we were yeah. and we, we were all adults let me make that perfectly clear <laughs> We were all in our twenties. So yeah. So I am like, let me let me go buy your dress, bro. I was making mad money. I was her manager. Let me buy your dress. I love your boyfriend. Y'all go ahead and go out, right? So she was like, Yeah, let's just go to Aeropostale, they got this dope dress that I really want to get. I'm like, all right, cool, right? I, I don't know that Aeropostale don't have like dope dresses. <laughs> so I go to like to, to the airport style with this girl and she's just walking me around the store, looking at stuff, grabbing things, trying things, doing this, doing that, whatever. And then she finally was like, okay, you get me this one right here, right? Now, she, I get the stuff, we get there, boom, we swipe EA, everything is good. We get out the store, we're chilling, we go back to the job where where we we both got out. But we both went back to the job to just hang out. It was like at a little uh taco stand, I'll just say. Um, so we went to the job, and this bitch in her bag, she had mad fucking clothes <laughs> <laughs> And like the fact that you said it was dark, I'm like, yo, it's like triggered me because I'm like, holy shit, that's how that bitch was able to steal all that shit. And she's just so
0: Bro. She stepped off into like a little shadow corner, like nobody can see me here.
2: She <laughs> stole mad shit out there. Yo, I never figured out how the fuck did you do this? <laughs> like, that shit is crazy.
0: It must see, have been me, trying shit on, but it was great. I don't know. We used to just go into like m H&M after you hit up another store, like, and you actually bought stuff. Like, you buy a pair of shoes, and then like, you're like, oh, you know what? I like these shorts. And you went into the dressing room and you try, like, you'd take two. So it looks like you went in and came out with that shorts and decided you didn't like them, but you, you know, fold up the shorts, put them in the shoebox. I didn't. I, uh, uh, man, cool. you know, those those little ink like those little containers full of ink that they have to like magnetically get rid of off of your clothes now. Yeah, those were oh, game changing. that game changing. Wait, Wait. Okay, explain this to me. What? okay so you know how they had those like little beige tags like if you go to kohl's or something like on all the all the sweaters all the jeans everything like that yeah and when you check out they you know run it through over like a magnet or put it in like a little machine and like boom it comes off and now you can leave out we used to think those were like tags Mm -hmm. so that like if you went through the the metal detectors or the the little scanners it would go off i didn't learn until later but those are filled with ink so that if you tried to take them off in store, it would get ink all over your hands and all over the piece of clothing you tried to buy. Like those are filled with liquid ink. Or if you got home, or if you got home, like, all right, I'm gonna take this off now. Oh, shit. That was all for nothing. What? Yeah, man, those are new. I mean, no, it's not new. I mean, it's one or the other. Like they'll have the security tag that actually like goes when you walk out the door, like on sunglasses and stuff that they can't hook that up to. But on the clothes, no, those were, yeah, those are little containers filled with ink. That's wild. I learn something new every day. My dumbass friend thought that the barcode on the item itself was the tag. I'm like, how is it going to scan you through your clothes? If you put that pe- those sunglasses in your pocket, how is it going to scan you through your clothes, man? So, <laughs> so he, had this, he had the same revelation you just did. Like, what?
2: Yeah, cause like ink doesn't make sense. <laughs> but listen, let me tell you something real quick about ink. Well, not ink. Whatever. <laughs> Why did I say ink? But <laughs> the way those tags work, like in the little stores, like in the Bronx or whatever, it's it's again. I, yo, I'm gonna lean on this hood thing through the through the life of this podcast, and I'm sorry, but I live in Austin, Texas now, and shit different, and I had to relearn a lot of shit and unlearn even more. So like. The the thing with the, the tab, if I was to walk out of a store, it, like if I was to rip off the tag in a VIM, niggas know what I'm talking about. VIM <laughs> over on Tremont, right? And I open up that fucking tag and ink spills all over my hands. Please believe I need to speak to a manager or I'm catching a fade with one of the employees in this store for messing up. The outfit that I already had on. Fuck what I'm stealing. (laughs) Y'all didn't even tell us there was ink in these shits. Nah, now my hands is messed up. I'm fucking you up because you assaulted me with ink. You didn't even know I was trying to take the tag off. I might have been trying to fix it and it broke. Your tag might be defective. Nah, that's hands. I'm
0: sorry. That's all. I'm sorry. It ran over. (laughs) That's exactly why we we wouldn't even try or why you shouldn't try. And plus, we can never get them off in the first place. So I think only a few of us, like, unless you went in there with a pair of wire cutters or pliers or something with the intention, I think that's finally how somebody finally figured it out. It was like, I'm getting this motherfucker off. You <laughs> like, <"What the> fuck?
2: <laughs> I wonder if my wife knows that because she, uh, she used to work in the fashion. industry. She, she worked for Versace for years. And then when we moved out here, she started working, uh, as a, uh, like a real estate leasing agent type shit. And like I wonder if she knows. Like that's crazy. she she does she never dealt with that. She was in like accounting and fucking like receiving and service whatever the fuck services, ordering I think is what she said. Ordering and purchasing. I don't know how the fashion works, but she she did that for many years. So you gotta imagine that Versace wouldn't fucking want that those kinds of tags
0: on their clothes. No way. That' why you get like a like when you're at a a Versace or an Armani or something you have somebody who's shopping with you like they mm-hmm. like yeah, I'll, bring, I'll bring these up to the front for you when you're, when you're ready to check out I, Yo, maybe yeah. they do that because as soon as you put tags on your stuff yeah. like, instantly you feel a little less classy yeah I'm buying yeah. stuff with, with security theft on it or with theft protection on it that's fucking crazy though you, you
2: say that and it makes so much fucking sense man Donatella not playing with these niggas out here <laughs> like she's not dog like that's crazy oh man one no actually i don't i was about let's to say uh, one day we could have my wife come on and talk about versace but i was like no let's not because they're pop all, like they, i don't want her to say no crazy
0: shit you, know? <laughs> you never know who could be listening so, so it's like let's, yeah, and let's, speaking, let's of, not. speaking of popping tags did we already did we, we decided who the king of pop was it was michael then it was usher slash justin who is you going to say Macklemore? Like <laughs> oh no. No. I mean if you he if you only tags, get... <laughs> tags. If that's where you for those of you who are uncultured white boys, yeah. that's where you that's where you go to the Salvation Army store. Yeah. And and swap that $20 sticker with yeah. a $5 sticker on a pair of shoes. Yes, I walk sir. up to the counter cuz they don't have barcodes. Mhm. Mhm. Now there's no. some people I tell you, I, I guarantee you, there's somebody listening right now who did not know that that that's what popping tags meant. Oh, yeah. They just paid no attention to it and were like popping tags. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna probably. go pay full. I'm gonna go pay full resale price right now at the Goodwill store yeah. for <laughs> these Jordans that are falling apart. Popping yep. tags. Poppin tags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. All right, all right. But so King of Pop, you say. Uh, it was, uh, you know, you th- I was going to say you said Ed Sheeran. You said Justin Simmerlake. I said uh, my man, Ursher Raymond. Um, yeah, I mean, we could we could settle right there. You say that. I say this It's fine. Yeah. So who no- who's who is let me ask you this.
0: Who is the queen of rock? Rock? Yeah. Ooh, the queen of rock and roll. The most rocky bitch we got. Um, mm-hmm. A few names instantly came to me. Like the girls, the sisters from Heart, Nancy, and uh, the other one. <laughs> that was one of them that came to me.
2: Well, well, well. Okay. And maybe, oh, you know, you do my I do have my answer.
1: <laughs> okay, 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 go ahead. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hello. <laughs> okay call on t flow
2: okay call the deep flow call t deep flow uncle jason I'm, I'm I'm working on something okay call t deep flow i can't can't talk love you too all right
0: call the deep flow she talked to you call the deep flow you know what now now might be a good time for us to just scoop a commercial right in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i can go so i can go rack a piss and then we'll come back because i that's the only thing I can think about right now.
2: Okay. All right. All right. So let me well, let me go well, P two. Let me P two.
1: Yeah. All we'll right. be right back, nation. All right. Hold on. Who am I kidding? I'm stepping outside. hey whoever's editing this eat a butt You don't yo, yo. Oh, man. Who called
2: you? Oh, that was my nephew. Uh, (laughs) He's uh, he just turned three years old and uh, he cursed. He cursed uh, earlier today. Uh, My mother was saying something, something didn't work around him. And then he was like broke, bitch. <laughs> so my mother told me and I was like, I called him so when I called him, I was video, I was FaceTime him, and I was like, Hey, you cursing? And he was like, Yeah, because the thing didn't work. And I was like, You think that's nice? And he was like, No. And I was like, Let me tell you something. Next time you curse, I'm coming over there. I'm gonna knock you out. Just like that. <laughs> and then he was like, he was like, okay, I'm sorry. Right. That was literally three and a half hours ago. So now my mother just called me now because he want to tell me he got a message for me, but I didn't know what he was saying. So I told him to call my wife. So we just went to go take a piss, went in there to go see what he was talking about. So I'm like, hey, what's up? Well, What happened? And he's like, I just wanted to tell you. I, I'm gonna come and get on a plane, and I'm gonna mess you up. I'm gonna fight you, and you're not tough, and I'm I'm not scared, and I'm gonna throw you like that. And he starts screaming at me, <laughs> like and my mother is dying, <laughs> laughing in the background. And didn't this one, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I start screaming back at him. You think you're fucking tough? You think I knock you out? And then he was like, he was like, oh yeah, watch. I'ma have to get on a plane. I'ma get on a plane. I'ma get on a plane. And I was like, uh-huh. you don't gotta look. I told him, you don't gotta get on a plane. Go open that door right behind you because he's in my mom's room and they got the door closed. And I'm like, go open that door right behind. You. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> out yeah, yeah so he was like huh and i was like go over door. you're so tough you punk go open that door i'm gonna go walk through this door and i'm gonna be right there behind that door i'm going right now <laughs> so i walked behind the door and i went out and i closed the door and then when I went back to my, to my wife, I'm like, did he come to the door? She's like, no, he's hiding now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome.
0: Welcome back to the show. Yes. <laughs> welcome back to the show. As you can tell, we do have personal lives more than just this show. I hope you enjoyed that advertisement. I'm sure it's something Great. like Walmart or Toyota, because there's no way we're not big enough at in, halfway through our first episode to be something like triple match. Money. Sorry. something like purple mattress or betterhelp.com i'm sure i'm sure it was toyota thon oh doesn't toyota thon start in like four days (laughs) i think so bro like me and the family gonna get together
2: (laughs) gather around the (laughs) the the, the tire and (laughs) it's gonna be great (laughs) so when we left off
0: we were we were taking stabs at the queen of rock Mm -hmm. and when i heard queen That's what I thought. I thought of Anne and Nancy Wilson from Heart. then, Then I turned right around because I think I have a much better answer. Okay. I'm going with Debbie Harry from Blondie. She's one of the pioneers of CBGB. That's, I mean, you're from New York. You know all about CBGB. Yeah, I played there. I played there yeah. the, the night before they closed. <laughs> I'll never, ever get to play CBGB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll fun. never ever get to play Warp Tour. There's so yeah. many of these things I'm going to miss out on that were kind of like goals when I first started my, my musicianship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Warp Tour was always one of those two that, like,
2: it's the one that got away from me as well. I've never even been to a warp tour. That's
0: that's how like bitter I am about not getting to play with Ooh, you missed concrete. you missed marching on hot concrete for eleven straight hours at like three of those hours which were just like laying in a field getting high. It like it was a pretty it was a pretty awesome I was little play. it sounds so your, cool. <laughs> you'd have your tank top sunburn, like the next day you couldn't move your arms like up past your you couldn't move your shoulders past like 180 degrees because you just hear your skin crinkle. Because
1: like,
2: it's just so fried. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I would have been, been all right with the sun.
0: <laughs> My dark-skinned brother. All right. So, between, besides Debbie Harry, I'm also thinking Pat Benatar, but I can't decide between the two.
2: Oh, shit. You just hit me with something right there, boy. You just hit me. Oh, I, I totally forgot about Pat. Oh, man, is that putting a dent in whatever your answer was going to be?
0: Are you yeah. second guessing
2: yourself now? I, yeah, dude, because I was just going to go straight up like, yo, that's Tina Turner because they said that. But like, I
0: don't know. I love Pat Benatar. Uh, so you're uh, telling me I get Chuck being from St. Louis. I get Chuck Berry and the Turners. Let's go St. Louis. Place of rock and roll. Let's go. Listen,
2: you know, like I'm just saying, like, like they ain't never said that Ike was the king, so no, because
0: Ike was the king. He was he was the piece of shit that yeah. beat her up.
2: Yeah, he was a cheap Chuck Berry imitation. Great guitar player, superb songwriter, but you know Chuck Berry. You can't, they're not even in the same class, the same league. First of all, they're not even in the same league of deviance, my nigga. Chuck Berry put motherfucking cameras in toilets to watch women do-do. He Oh, yeah. Women. I saw him I woman.
0: I've played that venue. It's called Blueberry Hill here in, in, uh, in St. Louis. And the basement is called the Duck Room, named after the dance he would do, the duck walk, where he was like, get back that one foot and stuck the other one out. Oh yeah, baby! <laughs> oh yeah, I've played that venue, and I will tell you what, I never got treated better in any other club I ever played. See, because he, he wanted to see your butthole when you went to the <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> like that's what it's all about, bro. He was there every Wednesday night till he died. It was he's a legend,
2: fam. Do you know how many women just went there just to use the bathroom for the chance to display their golden brown doo doo hole? <laughs> <laughs> I not, maybe I should. You know, I don't. I don't want to get like.
1: <laughs>
0: well, so it already has a big, gray E next to it. If you're listening to it on Spotify, yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs> but all I'm saying is that I literally saw with my own eyes Chuck Berry piss in a woman's mouth until she said that that she loved him, and then she was like, she was like, "Can I have a kiss?" And then he goes, "I can't kiss you. You got." Piss in your face after <laughs> he paid him. I saw the video, dog. I saw uh, it. It was crazy.
0: I'm so I came to send it to you, bro. You ever seen it? Uh, please, please send it to me. Okay, all right. I, I, I need that in my life. Uh, so, it killed me. So I came up in a music store here in St. Louis called Tower Music, formerly Tower Grove Music. It's mm-hmm. celebrating its 75th year here. It's the oldest music store in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And Chuck Berry, along with uh, oh, the name will come to me, he used to come in all the time and bug my boss. He, would, he bought a, a wrong cable one time. He bought an instrument cable instead of a microphone cable. Mm-hmm. But they were both the quarter-eighth inch jacks. They weren't XLRs. And he's like, hey, this isn't working how I need it to work. And <laughs> Greg, my boss, took one look at it and went, well, that's a microphone cable. He went, No, it's not. And they had a fight for like twenty minutes. And Greg finally went, "Fine, I'm gonna slice this thing open with a razor." And if, <laughs> and if it is a microphone cable, because you could tell, because they're wired a little differently, you, you paid full retail price for another one. And Chuck Berry was wrong. He's like, "Oh, sorry, Greg." <laughs> <laughs> he just came in full of piss and vinegar and found hey, out it's I'm not at a so- show. <laughs> and this sound right? Well, you you I, you bought the wrong cable, my guy. <laughs> it's
2: like what I can't I'm Chuck Berry the king of rock and roll what do you mean
0: I'm who the queen of rock and roll JP Fury
2: okay the queen of rock and roll is Pat Benatar I have to say
0: one pal I would have to go to Pat too. I'm gonna go Pat man I don't know nobody well, that did it better forget forget Pat Benatar as you know her if you're listening to this, there is a 100% chance that you know more Pat Benatar songs than you know Runaway songs. The yeah, punk band true. that she was in. That's true. That's true. Wait a minute. Wait a, a minute. Saying, oh, I'm thinking, okay, okay, wait. I might, I might have to. Oh, did I just, did I just Mandela myself? Is that Joan Jett and not Pat Benatar? Yeah, I was like. I might. That's the same thing with me and uh, cats in the cradle, right? But, uh, <laughs> we're telling ourselves all over this first episode. Nobody's gonna listen to us, but you already uh, are. If you, I know you're listening right now. You yeah, can hear my voice.
2: Yeah, they definitely can. Definitely can.
0: Yeah. You've already uh, smashed that subscribe button, bro.
2: Yo, Jesus Christ! <laughs> 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 just, just gently tap your dick on it. That's all. And ladies, just yeah. rub your nipples.
0: <laughs> that's a biggie <laughs> reference. Yeah. All right. So. Okay. so we go, um, we going pat benatar i can go with pat benatar over debbie harry just because i prefer debbie harry's uh, music Pat Benatar, is not the queen of rock and roll oh
2: uh, yeah because you can't even say what's her face you can't even i said what's her face jesus christ um uh uh, uh rose come on talk to me uh pearl uh, talk to me uh, janice joplin you can't janice- go, you gotta you gotta kind of throw her in there because she's uh she's a significant individual think figure in rock and roll. So you, you got to kind of and we're kind of excluding country artists unfairly because I don't listen to enough country to know singular solid country artists, but I know them hoes passed over into rock. So that's and, and,
0: and pop. That's how I know them. Some of them did country rock pop, especially from before the turn of the century, that 30 years before the turn of the century. Is a lot of intermingling, a lot of crossover tracks. Definitely, definitely, especially from Shania, from uh,
2: Reba. You, those were like the two who kind of set the blueprint, and then Faith Hill kind of made it boring. But she's so pretty. Yeah. 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 Oh man, Queen of
0: Rock. All right. So, uh, Sorry, I'm gonna, gonna say my favorite country artist, Mr. Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Dude, Tim McGraw does
2: but the only Tim McGraw I've the only time I've ever even heard what he sounds like, the t- the tone of his voice is in the song by uh I think it's uh Leanne Womack, I hope you dance. I uh, yeah, yes. to me that's one of the most beautiful songs ever written, and it's like I listen to it every fucking single day. <laughs> and his turn, listen, turn I, I love that shit, bro. I love that. Tell me who wants to look back on the years and 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 wonder yeah the where the years have gone, like dog. What? That's in the background. (laughs) Like you're not even supposed to know he's saying that. He's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Queen of Rock. I'm going Pat Benatar. I'm gonna stick with that. With with there because I can't really justify Joan Jett because she's really just known. For the Runaways and then
0: fucking... Okay, no. I the love rock, rock, rock. and roll and name another song right now. Go. Uh, cherry Bomb, Bad Reputation.
2: Well, no, those are the Runaways. Cherry Bomb and Bad Reputation are Runaways. That's not Joan Jett Dolo.
0: Fair uh, enough. Not I do like itself. that. If you want to hear a great cover of Bad Reputation, go listen to Avril Lavigne cover that shit. It is pretty good.
2: Now, Avril would probably be pissed that we didn't even consider her for the queen of rock. But to me, Avril, regardless of how she thinks her music
0: sounds, she's a pop star. She's, she's a pop star that was playing alternative music, yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. One um, Like one super complicated album. See what I did there? I like it. Does, <laughs> it does not the queen of rock make. Now, that album is the last time that a song dropped like complicated on the radio and then everybody rushed out that weekend and bought 20 million copies literally she is the last one to, do, to drop a radio hit and spur album sales like that ah uh, in that in this genre that we're talking about of pop no in that it was the year 2000 and napster limewire and itunes were right around the corner mm-hmm. mm. I see now. When you say right around the corner, we'd have to look
2: at other albums at the time where uh, uh, that didn't happen. Because remember the great battle of Kanye West versus Fifty Cent. Like remember, like there was, uh, and this is before downloads were were uh, were were counted. Uh, we got to remember Lil Wayne. We got to remember that at some point after Avril Lavigne. Like hip hop became the biggest genre in the world, and so much so that we we had to stop calling like hip pop music. You know what? I, I don't. I I mean, I hope I said that correctly. But just like I think, that came through. But you, you know what I mean, right? Like the the, the yeah, exactly. songs that passed over. We had but to stop calling those like songs pop music because it's genuinely hip hop.
0: It's really unfortunate that hip hop, hip hop, however you want to call it. Really came into its own in the mainstream yeah. after we started learning this behavior of separating the single from the album and oh. cutting cutting the fraction into a tenth of the profit they used to make. You, yeah, why would I buy the sort of album? This is the song from the radio. I know ninety nine cents. Thank you very much.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, but before we go off on that,
0: because we, we're here, baby, we at dinner. We have a whole other episode yeah. to talk about yeah, how, yeah. I was say. How, the consumer, how the consumer can blame the music industry all he wants, yeah. but you're the one still just buying the song. We have yeah. a whole episode for that.
2: Yeah, because, oh, man, I, I'm pretty sure we both have a lot to fucking say about that
0: shit. and, and Oh, I certainly, <laughs> certainly do. LimeWire gave my computer AIDS. That's a yeah. little snippet. We'll we'll get to it in a second. The FCC was called. We'll we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So the
2: Queen. The queen of pop. Now, let me just give a little bit of uh, background. I'll try to be as concise as possible. Uh, Long story short, I was reading an article uh, last week um, from my Google notifications, and it said the undisputed princess of pop, Britney Spears, yada, yada, yada. I think it was the story of how she uh, decided that now she's gonna stop posting naked pictures on the internet, which, all right, fine, because her kids are getting embarrassed. But all right that's whatever but they called her the undisputed princess of pop and I'm like wait this is Britney fucking Jean Spears sir you watch your goddamn mouth I am a
0: stan but princess who the fuck is the queen i and- think they want to call her princess just to kind of diminish it like cuz when you say queen of pop i'm sure the first name that came to your mind my mind out of our listeners mind we know who she is we will get to her i don't want to talk about her but we will get to her
2: <laughs> not yet yeah yeah not yet
0: you know exactly what i'm talking about but we're not going to get there yet mm-hmm. princess of pop they're going to call her that like taylor swift doesn't own all 10 mm-hmm. of the billboard top 10 songs right now that's true okay you, you told me now that interestingly enough first time no men have been on the top f- the top 10 oh now it's a very interesting stat right there. I did not. It really know. is. But also at the same time, uh, I wasn't a pretty 15-year-old girl who got a developmental deal without having to sing and then ditched my southern accent after two albums. Oh. Then tried on my own songs, but the, song where, the album where nobody else is credited has sold worse than anything else in my genre. Let me go hire Max Martin. Oh, now I have my first number one album because he produced it. <laughs> So let's go into all that. We don't have to. I just did kind of. off. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not going to touch it because I know. And I know that you like some some Taylor Swift. You have to, you, you have know, to. some of the stuff I like that. Look what you made me do. And this new one that me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. I, yeah. I, I, I bang on that song, man. Right. I work at a gay bar here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And so that song comes on a lot because those queens dig it. Yeah. Because because uh, what did she say? Shade never made anybody less gay. It's because Shade he- never made anybody less gay. But yeah. Kanye did make somebody more popular.
2: Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yeah. 2,000 VMAs don't happen. Yeah, she just becomes another ju- like another jewel. Yeah. Oh, you're bugging, son, because Jewel. I ain't
2: bugging. I love Jewel. Jewel was great. Jewel was awesome. Her career was all of like five years long dude dude jewel was not meant to go past who will save your souls bro come on she put out what did she put out fucking oh. uh jupiter after that it was i I, jupiter that shit came out went no fucking where uh she did uh the, uh foolish games nobody likes foolish games except me and a couple of my hispanic friends back home uh fucking she did nothing then she went and committed absolute motherfucking blasphemy by getting uh <laughs> sassy with kurt loader for correcting her grammar <laughs> like like she was gone and like that was it bro she's done and then she she became a fucking meme before memes were a thing because she tried to like appear cool and hip by uh, all of a sudden talking about how when she was uh a kid, she was in a fucking rap group with white girls and her name was Swiss Miss. And I like, do. I remember all this from the MTV era when they was trying to push Jewel. And we was like, nah, ma, you good. Nah. You good. You go. Nah, and then just she came back. Just because like,
0: what, you're at Woodstock 99 doesn't mean you're with us exactly dog like come on dog like that now yeah. taylor swift taylor swift went at the 2009 vmas she was winning an award for love story like you be the prince and i'll be the princess that song yeah my jam and that is four years into her career she recorded she was in the studio for the first time in 2005 releases in 2006 this is 2009 so she's still faking that bullshit country accent at this point point. Mm-hmm. and And if we would have just let her like get up there, thank you. La da 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 da. She doesn't get the boost from Kanye, arguably the biggest star in the world at the time. Yeah, one of arguably. Yeah, because Beyonce. Yeah, because Beyonce. She had one of the best videos of all time. All time. One of the best videos of all time. All time. (laughs) (laughs) Shrugs, leaves the stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Beyonce went on to win like, it was a video of the year. I think she was like, she was like. It was some sub genre, it wasn't like yeah. best video of the year. Beyonce, Beyonce at that time, she already won. The oh, she, she didn't go in to win. Sorry, she just went up on stage yeah. to make the announcement, like, Hey, I want to make this right. Pardon me, I did Mandela myself again. There,
2: see, Beyonce, she, you, Beyonce, Happens, Beyonce, but I said that. It,
0: <laughs> as a whatever teen year old I was, not as well versed in the music, uh, geography as I am now, how the business works how the consumer mindset works. I was saying that a couple months later when she was getting AMAs and People's Choice Awards, and I was like, she would not be winning these if Kanye didn't go up on stage and show his ass. Because it's true. Mm -hmm. Because it is true. She was huge in country. She had a crossover pop hit in that Love Story song. And because Kanye went up there, boom, rocket. Rocket strapped right to her ass all the way to the top, and she just stayed there. Yeah, I mean that's because everybody felt fucking sorry for her. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh my god, this poor little white girl.
1: Yeah,
2: and this crazy and rapper just ran up on stage and and assaulted her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, well, what we would call today assaulted her, it just put violence on her. That, that's yes, a, a large black man rapper ran up on stage and was violent with her, and, and you know we gotta we got she's the queen now. Or the new princess, and I, yeah. I would see an argument for making Taylor Swift the the queen of uh, of pop. Um, she made she made music lucrative again
0: if you're willing to play the game and play it right. And oh yes, she made. she, music she was like not letting her stuff on streaming services. Yeah, yeah. Until she was, <laughs> until, yeah. she was. was like, oh, until she was like, oh, even just I, even just my fan base buying albums isn't enough for me to make all the money that my my. That my machine behind me needs to make.
2: Mhm. And then fucking her doing that whole shit with uh with a Scooter Braun, right? The yeah, fucking the- fighting, and then fucking just okay, bitch. I'm gonna re-record everything. Like, yo, that yeah. should be illegal, my nigga. I'm sorry. I'm all about you know power to the creators, but that should be illegal. If I own this thing. I fucking own this thing. You signed it to me. I now own it. Like I what? wonder
0: if it was a copyright infringement lawsuit after that. We would have heard about it.
2: Of course, we would have. and And he would have been in. He would have been justified. He would have fucking won that fucking suit in fucking court. And fucking his career would have been over and nobody would have ever worked with him again. And he just would have been living off of his Taylor Swift fucking catalog. And the reason continued making music.
0: Yeah. Now, the reason that Scooter Braun, like if you ask the general person who has even slightly followed this story Mm -hmm. is quote unquote in the wrong is because history, sorry, because Taylor has a history of being wronged mm-hmm it's like, okay she's probably the victim again I mean it's in all of her songs where she's the victim mm-hmm. and we saw this thing with Kanye and she's the victim so clearly she has to be in the right here like no that's not how the music world works sure. if somebody else owns your music if you're a part of the machine and you are just quote-unquote the talent mm-hmm. that's not your music yeah you want it back you buy it back because even if you make
2: you 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 have to use all these people nigga
0: everybody if- eat if John Mayer changed his name to Mon Jair and separated himself from his uh, from his uh, machine, from his public from his publicists and everything, and re-recorded "Your Body Is a Wonderland," they would sue the balls off of him. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely.
2: Even fucking live recordings, because there's a whole set of copyright laws protecting live recordings of fucking things that other people own. If they
1: now, own most, your
0: IP, you're done, bro. Most of, most of the time, we don't run into this slot because most of the time when you record a live album or a compilation of live performances, that's also under the same machine. And exactly. so you know, it just covers. That's, that's what it is. What you're I mean. covering your own exactly. song. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's John, I mean. John Mayer live at the Nokia Theater, which is a great live album. Go listen to it. He covers two Jimi Hendrix songs like a boss. We got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, go listen to it. It is phenomenal, but Universal or whomever he's with, I'm assuming it's one of the big three. Mm-hmm. It's not going to come after him for that, unless he was Mon Jay or doing it independently. Mm-hmm. And even then he'd have a shit ton of
2: fucking problems. Look at what happened with Marvin Gaye and fucking, uh, um, what's this guy, uh, Mass Singer Judge now, uh, uh, dad is on the show, Robin Thicke. Um, fucking look at what happened with that. An inter and and per, a perceived interpolation caused these niggas their revenue from a song. So basically, the the president that is said is if some other fucking artist estate feels like that their artist inspired you <laughs> to make the song, your unique song that they made, and you don't give that artist credit for the inspiration and monies. The inspiration, you're gonna fucking go down, and mm-hmm. they're gonna sue you. And now that's like, so if if Mon jair wanted to record these fucking songs, he still have to give up as much of the royalties and profit that he would fucking make from it as the fucking company he's covering these songs like would want. So it's now he, is, he has the talent of John Mayer. Would still, ironically, would still get some of that revenue. (laughs) Like, but yeah, Yeah. you see all that, but Taylor Swift, something's up. So she can't be the queen. She might be the ruler of current pop music, but she's not the fucking queen.
0: Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you might think that that might not happen a lot, but there are very few, and I mean few, artists who have never been sued for copyright infringement for quote unquote, like stealing a song. So few of them, like off the top of my head, I can tell you Maroon 5 and maybe two others if I thought really hard about it, who have never been involved in litigation for, for just carbon copying somebody else's song. And if you're a musician listening to this, you might go, well, there's only 12 notes. Okay, <laughs> okay, cool. The possibilities. <laughs> yeah, switch up a time signature, switch up a chord progression. Those 12 notes can make a lot of different music, yeah. Dog, it's that itty bitty thing, (laughs) it is. (laughs) Like, take who's a huge band? Here's a rock and roll Hall of Famer band, Green Day. Green Day has been sued several times for copying music. They owe, like, I think Sam Cooke has a writing credit on like, this song they had in uh 2012 called Brutal Love. Like, he literally has the writing credit because it is. Sam Cooke song. That's like okay. they, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, like it happens all the time, and most of the times they just settle out. Most of the times they'll just hand the artist if they're independent, or the machine if they're not, and it'll get trickled down to the artist after people who have no say in the creative process take their cut. It had nothing to do with the copying whatsoever. <laughs> they'll take I, their I, cut of music. Get- so that happens all the time. Yes. All right. right, we've we've gone off on a tangent here. Yeah. <laughs> we we told, you who, out we've told you who the we told you who the king and queen of pop are. Sorry, the king oh, of pop and the king and queen of rock. We're moving on to the queen of pop because that was originally the the idea for this episode. Mm-hmm. Now, we told you, you knew who we're talking about. We'll mm-hmm. get to her. Mm-hmm. Do we? Okay. So but without so, wait, mentioning wait, her, you just...
2: what, let me just say, without mentioning her, I'm going to go to Facebook real quick two okay.
0: original post of who is the queen of pop, right? So, so back when we were throwing out feelers for this podcast, we both reached out uh, to our friend group who are, is a large network of musicians from different cities and a lot of them said the same dumbass answer that you might find, I don't know, on the top 10 queens of pop that a Rolling Stone put out or a pitchfork or an all music because they're all the exact same person and I... J- <laughs> right off the bat, I'm telling you this ain't true. She's the queen of videos. Uh,
2: okay. So here's where we disagree, but <laughs> I, I will say that since, since that long Facebook discussion, I will say that I have changed my mind. About okay. I've, and I have, I have who I think it is. And now, for that reasoning, like for the reasoning as to who we pick, I would honestly say I, what I want to do is in, make a part two of this, uh, but make let's make some brackets and let's see if who everybody says is actually Ooh. makes it to the uh, the the end and actually becomes, you know, the queen of pop in our minds, right? So,
1: so check this. On, out, hold, hold on. Hold.
0: Oh, I'm holding.
2: My wife just walked into the room and grabbed a whole box full of donuts and tried to slink away. And the baby is like, Dad, Dad, Dad,
0: dad," (laughs) snitching on her. So it sounds like we're going to call an audible. It sounds like we're going to call an audible, ladies and gentlemen, and not. We're not even going to give you our answers because we already know. We already know who it is. Quote unquote. I, I I'm okay with even
2: throwing it out there and then just just saying, you know, who she is because I don't know I want to throw don't, it out there. I don't want to influence the brackets. Okay, okay. All right, so we're gonna so can, but I mean okay, to influence not to influence the brackets, uh let's just throw let's let's say let's boil it down to what 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 can brackets do? Two four. okay, so eight people is good, eight women say eight women okay so we're just gonna think of eight women and throw their name because i i'm pretty sure we can think of eight women right now including the one that we're both talking about, (laughs) (laughs) and and nobody will know like we're exactly talking about like she's the one so it wouldn't in influence and and it's beautiful that she that you said She's the queen of videos because one of my criterias for queen is like visual presentation because presentation is everything. If you convince the world that you are in this case, queen, then truly you are queen.
0: <laughs> All right. see it. So obviously we're going to obviously on the bracket, we're going to have Britney Spears, Britney Spears. Definitely. Taylor Swift.
2: I I may be about Taylor, but I'm down to throw Taylor there. I'm I'm sure there's gonna once once
0: I drop the brackets, there's gonna be people mad that we put Taylor, but I'm okay with Taylor. She's Still on there. She's one of the top selling pop acts of all time. One of the top selling tours of all time. Mm-hmm. So are on there. Okay, Britney Spears, Taylor, Beyonce, Madonna, fucking Oh, you said it. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. No,
2: God, no, we're supposed to say that all right, all That's right,
0: all right, right, okay. We'll edit that out in post. We'll edit that out in post.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh you actually actually if you bleep it out like this part yeah. will obviously on post if you bleep it out you like you'll say her name we'll go, I'll go, there you said it you said it and then we'll go into the conversation about emptying it out in post okay okay <laughs> great okay i got uh there, if you don't know who we're talking about you're a moron
2: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like but okay so it's britney spears uh taylor swift beyonce i was trying to I was trying to throw Janet right under Madonna, oh, I was just and I missed Jackson. it. Yeah, so,
1: so Jennifer okay. Lopez.
0: You think Jennifer Lopez belongs on this bracket? No, sir.
2: Especially, no,
0: sir. Especially if Mariah needs to be on
2: this fucking bracket.
0: Oh, okay. Fine, I'll put Mariah on, and we'll see if J, J-, J- Lo makes it. I gotta write this down. Okay, we gotta, we gotta write. Love. Oh my God. I'm so unprofessional right now. Oh, if you think I already didn't write this, if you think I'm not already like pecking okay. it in on my phone, plus we also have the recording to go back and reference. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna throw a name out there that I think belongs on the bracket. Who? Adele.
1: Pop. We and oh, because
2: see, you know what? And we could say we need to write, right, we need to write this down because I wouldn't say Adele is pop. I would say the de- just something I could write something on. I would say that um, Adele is adult contemporary and that's a whole nother
0: subject. Adult contemporary is almost synonymous with pop. Like, yes, like yes, but it, it is One Republic. Republic. One Republic is, is the one I'm gonna to go to there. They are an adult contemporary band. They are a pop band. Who? A, one Republic.
2: Okay, oh, One Republic. I would say they're straight pop. Wait, oh, One
1: Republic? Yes.
2: One Republic. I, I wouldn't even put them pop. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. They got some uh, songs on pop radio, but I, I personally wouldn't. But you know, but, uh, but that's a that's a whole conversation. Okay, so wait, wait. Let me go back to the eight. To the eight. All right. And the seed. The seeds don't matter in this one. So no, like, they don't. Who faces who? Even though we just, just with the winner. Yeah. Some people might say that's an unfair blah blah. Whatever. Blah, whatever. We're not doing like Ron Robin or no bullshit. <laughs> okay. So we got Britney. Okay. Brittany. Um who is this? How family? about Katie Carey? Uh I w- oh, yeah, she's she played a Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. She belongs. Yeah, there. She belongs there, bro. She belongs there. Um let me see. Again. Okay, Brittany Taylor. Uh we said Madonna,
0: obviously. Okay. Um, and I'm also gonna throw out probably somebody like there's somebody tearing their hair out. Listening to this right now, going, why the fuck are you not talking about Lady Gaga right now?
2: I I, I was trying to avoid Gaga because fuck Gaga. I'm not. I'm just, I love Gaga's you? music. I love, <laughs> I love Gaga's music, but I love the fame and the fame monster. And after that, I think she just went crazy. Like I don't I know. I think mean,
0: when she got when she went normal and stopped wearing meat suits and dressing like a guy at the VMAs.
2: I hey let me let me just say you something i love meat suits so, <laughs> <laughs> like, i think it was great that's the gaga i want i like i have i have such reverence for lady gaga that in my household we don't call her gaga we call her gaga because she's just like an entity but if you want to put her on this list i'll put her on this list personally i, f- I don't think well
0: so. i think I- in my opinion, I think J-Lo belongs there just as much as I think uh, Christina Aguilera belongs on. No way!
2: On there. And I'm the biggest Christina Aguilera fans. And when we actually stop recording, I will tell you a dope-ass story from one of my friends and Christina Aguilera. But I can't All say right. it because he can get sued if, if I say it. like Because they don't like Mariah, him.
1: Mariah Carey.
2: Yes, Mariah, definitely. Uh, Mariah, Jan And... Katie Perry. Wait, and I would be, be doing, doing... That I, didn't, that I missed.
0: Oh, there's but two. Saying. We're probably going to be doing a 16-person bracket here yeah, because there's two that if any of my clientele at my super gay-ass bar ever hear this are going to be like, what is wrong with you? One, Miss Whitney Houston. Okay. Duh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These are all things that
2: people were saying on Facebook.
0: I bet they were.
2: <laughs> and... <laughs> and we'll to, get to that one in episode two. How about that? We'll get to that. And two, share. Of course, I even said share in the original post. Definitely. Okay, we got nine now. I got Britney, Taylor, Madonna, Katy Perry, Janet, Mariah, Beyonce, Whitney Houston, share. Uh, there's got to be some other queens out there. Oh, yeah, you had I put Gaga. I didn't put Gaga.
0: Put, put Gaga. And I'm telling you, man, put Adele. She belongs on there. Well, isn't she a little bit too new? Because, like, I mean, two thousand six is when that "Chasing Pavements" song came out, and goddamn, that was fifteen years ago. Damn, "Chasing Pavements" was crazy.
1: Chasing Pavements.
0: That's the only like previous like Adele song before Rolling in the Deep. Right, right, right before that twenty one album came out, and she exploded. Like, she was a singer songwriter, but she wasn't Adele until twenty one came out, and you had "Fire to the Rain" and "Rumor Has It." Okay, so we're gonna do sixteen, bro. Okay, uh, and you know what? If we only have, even if only we said twelve or thirteen on on the episode here, like we'll we'll have all sixteen out there for us on both of our respective Facebook pages once we finally get a name for this dumbass podcast yeah. <laughs> and make a social for it, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we'll put it out there for the masses to decide. Because honestly, if it ends up being I'm going to be so pissed.
2: Yeah. Well, Okay. so let's at least at the very least, let's give them the top 10. Right. And then we'll keep the other 16. We'll keep the other uh, six uh, for the next part. When we uh, when we open up, we'll, you know, as we explain the brackets, we explain the criteria for what it takes to be the queen of pop in both of our opinions. Uh, fair enough the next episode that way you know because this one this is a, just a nice little tester a little taste tasty morsel so we're gonna give them a little something to nibble on before we give them the main course and it's gonna be fucking fun we're gonna get digging into fucking facebook feedback it's, oh, it's I can't absolutely, wait. absolutely amazing bro nope. i'm gonna even update I, I should update that uh that post to let some of the people know oh, on my end like hey look we're we're doing this so give us more opinions you know
0: Definitely so fury. Why don't you go ahead and fire off that top ten and we're gonna give them all and if uh, they want to Participate in the bracket they can go see who our six wild cards are in there. Okay, let's go uh, Not in no particular order Britney Spears Taylor Swift
2: Madonna Katy Perry uh, Janet Jackson Mariah Carey
0: Beyonce Whitney Houston Cher, and Lady Gaga okay. All right gentlemen that bracket is coming towards you very soon look we're gonna we know there's a lot of podcasts out there that talk about music already and you might be bored to death of them you might have heard the same things over and over again but i think from the two different backgrounds two of us bring to the table you're gonna have a really good time listening to this you're gonna laugh a lot you might think a lot i promise to not make you could cry but like once or twice and yeah. <laughs> and uh we're just gonna have a really good time and you know what we might even throw out some uh We might even throw out some feelers for what you think we should name this thing. Because right now we're going to call it like ABCD I
2: I was like please God don't go to ABCDEFU. Please don't say that. (laughs) That's like the biggest pop song in the last eight months.
0: Oh, I promise you she is not making the list. No, no, we're not giving, we're not putting bullshit on this bracket. We're not putting Lana Del Rey or Doja Cat or any Uh, of that. Yeah. We're not going oh, so, to. De- oh, so, so, Fury, have we decided how we're going to wrap this this thing up every week? Are we going to have a catchphrase? Are we going to have a tagline? I mean, I always have a tagline for whatever I do.
2: It's just that I don't think I don't know one right now. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, for right,
2: <laughs> for right now,
0: I'll leave you with what I say to everybody who I say goodbye to, and that's Love, Peace, and Chicken Grease Nation. We love you.
2: That's racist.
0: It's not. <laughs> white people eat chicken. Hey, hey, there's we're, there's 63% of us and 13% of you. You want to see how much chicken each one of us eats per cat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. right, right
1: yeah.
2: Trust me, I live around a lot of white people and I haven't bought chicken out here once, but I keep seeing bones everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> oh <laughs> Dude, you might call the cops. Yeah, uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Uh, all right
1: bye (laughs) that was very fun
2: okay i'm gonna stop it right here